All right, all right. Welcome to Tuck and Run Podcast, Episode 1. My name's Jake Radier, your co-host. I'm sitting next to Joe Campo. What's up, guys? And um, we're going to start our first episode uh, with a few different topics. We're going to go Major League Baseball, a little NBA trade deadline. There's a lot of possible movement going on, even though I don't think much is going to happen. And we might get into a little bit of NFL free agency franchise tags. Um, can be placed officially, so um, we'll discuss what players you know we think the teams will franchise. Um, but we're going to start baseball. Spring training is right around the corner. Pitchers and catchers are two days away for all you baseball fans. Can't wait. So um, let's go through division by division, pick our winners, um, who we like, who we don't, obviously. So... Um, We'll start with the National League, and we'll go out west. Uh, last year, the Dodgers won the West. Um, 92-70. and 70. There you go, 92-70 and 70 for the Dodgers. Uh, they've lost a few guys, Granke, obviously, being the number one. They lost Latos as well. Um, but what do you like out in the West, Joe? I mean, I, the Dodgers again? I don't know about that. I mean, I personally like San Francisco. They acquired Johnny Cueto and our boy... From Notre Dame, Jeff Samarja. Big deal for Samarja. Yeah, big deal. I mean, I think he's worth it. I don't know. Johnny Cueto, he kind of is iffy, but I do think they have the fielding behind both of them where they'll be able to actually make a run for it. Yeah, I agree. I I like the the Giants a lot. Um, They they made a lot of decent moves, I'd say, um, with with Cueto and Samarja adding to their rotation, which they they badly needed. Uh, Baumgartner. I mean, his performance in that World Series was yeah, just, incredible, but it's just you know something that you can't rely can't on just that. him. He's yeah. not he's not a one man rotation. Yep. Um, but I like the Giants too. I got him winning the division with eighty eight games. I think that division's going to be a battle. Yep. Um, I think losing uh, Grinky for the Dodgers to Arizona that's going to be big too to play. That's going to play a role in who's going to be second place. Yeah, like know? we said, like we think that wild card is going to come out. One wild card team's coming out of that division. Yep. Um, and there's uh, a lot of spots up for grabs, but if those three teams don't play well, I mean, the the second place teams could, could lose out on a spot. I mean, yeah, you have the Nationals and you have the Cubs and Cardinals battling yeah. in other divisions too, exactly. so it's crazy. I mean, um, I guess we can go to the Central. Enough, the West is kind of the West, but um, you like the Cubs? I do. I like them. They got uh, Ben Zobris to uh, re- replace uh, Castro that went to the Yankees. And then you got a uh, Jason Haywood. Yeah, big money for Haywood. Yep. He left the he left the Cardinals, which pissed off Cardinals fans a lot. Yeah, I saw him yeah. on Twitter. They were all yeah. over Haywood. I'll be upset too. I mean, he's yeah. a good player. No, I like that addition for the Cubs. It gives them a lot more consistency in uh, in the outfield with not just hitting home runs, but he gives them a lot more. I think. Yeah, he does. He does do a lot for them, and I think it's gonna make a nice little rivalry between the Cardinals and Chicago brew up. Just because of that. For sure. Right I mean, it already is with the fans, but the, yep. the play is going to be a lot more consistent, too. Yeah. Um, so, I, definitely the Cubs taking that division. Yeah, I mean, I think the Cubs are a 100-win team. Like, we, we looked at the USA Today projections kind of going into this, and they project them at 101. Yeah. And I think that's pretty realistic as long as uh, Lester and Arietta stay healthy. Yep. And last year, I definitely thought they were a year away, and look what they did last yeah, year. Exactly. So now they're that year. So where are they going to end up? Chris Bryant, another year under his belt. 
um, you know, all that young talent they have. Yeah. I don't see anyone stopping the Cubs, you know, and, and they're my World Series favorite in the NL. I don't know. Do you think they break that curse? Yeah, I don't know about the curse, man, but it's got to be broken at some time. And, you know, my boy Theo's the one to do it. You yeah, know, you know I what guess. I'm saying? I don't know. You know what I'm we'll saying? Um, but, no, I, I like the Cubs winning 100 games, and um, I think the Cardinals will make the playoffs because, you know, Wainwright's back, and they're consistent every year. But um, it's going to be another tough division. I mean, look at the Pirates, though. Yeah. The Pirates well, are there usually every year, too. And, and I mean, you know, they have, you know, MVP candidate Andrew McCutcheon, who's, yep. an, uh, you know, a high-caliber player. So the, yeah. there's a lot of competition in those top three spots. Um, but one of those teams is going to get left out. Yeah, because you have the Nationals and the Mets for sure. Um, so I guess we'll just go to the East. What do you think about the NL East? I think I think the Mets take it again this year. I think the the Nationals they're always projected to do very well, but they end up blowing it somehow. And I don't think the players even want to play for them anymore. So who knows what the incentive is to be there? No, you know I kind of agree. I I, I had the Mets too. I had the Mets winning at least ninety games this year, just with their pitching rotation is un, almost unhittable. But but I do like the Nationals. I mean, yeah. they have a lot of guys. I mean, they got Scherzer and Strasburg. Strasburg's been up and down since his injuries. But, yeah. I mean, a team with that kind of payroll, you, you expect to be they at have, least competing. They should win. I mean, if they're in New York with that payroll, you know, they are expected to win every single Yeah, and, I, on and on. I think their fans are expecting them to win um, big. So the, the expectations are definitely high for Nationals fans. Um they were disappointed last year after them being, I think they were the World Series favorites, at least yeah, Vegas odds-wise, going into last year. Yeah, I mean, the Braves, they did lose a lot, but they do have one of the best farm systems in the league. I mean, yeah. they're definitely, I personally think, one or two years away from being back to where they used to be. Yeah, I, I agree that they're definitely too young to yeah. make a run. They'll, they'll probably break a couple teams' hearts, like yeah. maybe, you know, the Mets and Nationals lose a few games mm-hmm. that they didn't want to to the Braves. But, yeah, but, Nas- Nationals did get... um. Daniel Murphy, too, mm-hmm. as well. So. Yeah, stolen from the Mets. Yep. And um, Brendan Ryan. So, you know, acquisitions here and there. The Mets re-signed Cespedes, which I think they needed they to had do. To. There was no, uh, There was no way for them to not sign him, yep. uh, especially the performance he put on for them last year in the playoffs. I mean, yep, definitely. And uh, the fans were calling for it, for sure, too. Yeah, so. exactly. In some cases, you just got to listen to him. Yeah. Um, so enough about the National League. Um AL West. Uh, last year, it was the Rangers winning the AL West and the um, Astros coming out second. of the second place and getting the wild card. Yeah, that was um, a big... So do you like the Rangers again, or do you think the Astros have enough this year? I mean, their I young know. talent is yeah. coming, is coming through. Astros look good. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be up for grabs. Right now, I the Rangers, they got, you know... Prince Fielder back and comeback player of the year last year. I don't know. He's fat, though. He is fat. He is. <laughs> he is fat. Now, but I like the Rangers. Yeah. I mean, I think they're projected on the thing for 80, 88 wins, and, and I think they can. Cole Hamels is still nasty as much as he's been out of the radar with being in Philly and stuff. Yeah. But, um, I mean, who would have thought the Astros would even be in it thinking about a few years ago uh, when they're in the NL? Uh, Come on. Well, they've been tanking for the last four years, so yeah. they've, they've finally got some players to finally show up for them. Yep. Carlos Correa, though, I mean, he's probably, I mean, he's an MVP. Yeah, he's good. Candidate for sure. He's He, he might win it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. 
Um, but the Astros are, are definitely a team that can make a, a splash. Not that they didn't do it last year already, but proving themselves once again. I yeah. think they, they, if they want to be considered you know, one of those teams that's on the up, then they need to actually you know, come do back something. this year and, and, and keep it up. Uh, Dallas Keuchel was a Cy Young. At, he didn't win it, I don't think, no. but he was a candidate. So yeah, he, if he, he pitches like that again. Then... He was lights out because he, he played against the Yankees mm. and uh, he just destroyed them. Yeah. There's no even – like they couldn't touch him. Like, yeah. Nothing. No, I, I hear that. Um, so uh, in the Central, um, USA Today actually went with the upset and picked the White Sox to win 90 games. How do you like that? I think the White Sox are a great team, but I think the Royals are going to come back. I mean, they did lose Ben Zobris, but I mean, they did gain Travis Snyder and Ian Kennedy as well. So I, I don't see them, and they lost Johnny Cueto too, right? So yeah, yeah, he was a rental, but yeah, yeah. They, they lost Cueto, who actually didn't do that much for them. No, in all honesty, I think I think Ian Kennedy's a a big pickup too, but I don't know. I think it's going to be a battle. I think Kansas City ends up coming out on top, and maybe you see the White Sox coming. With the wild card Competing for a wild card. Yeah, no, because if you look at Kansas City last year, it's a funny thing. I think I mentioned it in in the test episode is that their ERA was the same as the Red Sox. Yeah. They were one of the worst. Like, I think they were, like, the bottom eight ERAs in in baseball. And um, and their rotation isn't great, but their bullpen was last year. And so if their bullpen continues that pace, then... You know, we saw what they did hitting wise against them, even against the Mets rotation in the yeah. World Series. So you can't count them out. And, and bullpens can win games. I'm not. I'm not gonna pick the White Sox because I didn't. They did make some moves. They signed Todd Frazier. Yeah. They they did make good moves, but to say that they're gonna win 90 games and, and take down the defending champs, I'm not gonna say that yet. I'm nope. just not gonna say. And that. I just never liked the White Sox. Yeah, they always. They're just a weird team. They they, they always are. Yeah, they're manager and everything's just always a mess so well, you do have the indians in that division who terry francona yep he riles the troops here rallies he the troops dude, I mean, you know they we'll went see what happens they went 500 last year and and then what's the the cy young pitcher from two years ago that they have uh, i can't think of his freaking name right now um, but he he had a down year last year um so it's gonna be interesting to see how he bounces back i know uh Michael Brantley, I just saw he's supposed to be picking up a bat soon, so that's good news for them. And yeah. he's he's a great player for Cleveland. So you know, Cleveland is a team that kind of like they almost can, like the Braves that can can has enough talent to to ruin some people's days. Yeah, and, and I don't think they're gonna make it. Games, yeah, but, but there there's too much there's too much talent everywhere else for to say yeah. that the Indians are gonna make a, a move or a run at anything. I think they're opinion. gonna be one of the reasons. There's a decision between the first and second place team this year just because they're going to be able to beat the White Sox a few games when they shouldn't or the Royals a few games where they shouldn't. Yeah. So. No, but, but I, I still see the Royals getting getting yeah. around 88 to – I mean, they won 95 games last yeah. year. I don't know about that. I think um, they get 90. But they're going to be close. And to, to, to say that they're going to, you know, be just drop to the White Sox after winning the World Series, yeah. I don't see it because they really didn't lose that much. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But um, baseball-wise, we saved the best for last year. Um, our rivalry kind of consists in this American League East. Joe being the, the Yankee fan from New York and me being a Boston Red Sox fan from Rhode Island. Um, it's been a long-standing rivalry between these teams for years, so we're going to keep that going on this podcast, that's for sure. Yeah, we're not going to let like that. It. 
we're not going to let this dwindling rivalry be any um, smaller on this podcast. We'll say that. And the thing I like about us being AL East fans is the fact that they're usually the winners most of the years. Since I can remember, somebody from the AL East is competing for you know that top spot. Yeah. I mean, I'm sick of hearing about Even the Toronto last year. Yeah, I'm sick of hearing about the Royals and. You know, these random teams that nobody hears about actually starting to compete again. I don't like it. I, I like the rivalry between, you know, the Yankees, Red Sox. The Yankees Red Sox and Yankees top. are baseball. Yeah. So, and without them being there, like, I bet there wouldn't be baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Cardinal fans are making different, but no one gives a crap about what they think. Yeah. Anyways, a bunch on. of losers. Um, all right. So let's get into to the AL East. Um I know I have a feeling that Joe's not going to pick the team that's going to win the AL East, but we'll see what he has to. We'll see what he's got to say. I let's go with the who's going to come in last this year. Yeah. I'm going with the Red Sox. <laughs> you know, David Price is he going to be able to hold up in you know Boston? Because not many players can be on that big stage every single game. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not worried about David Price performing on a big stage. Um, he's come to Boston. He's gone to New York and pitched well everywhere. He's I mean, granted, he was on the Rays or Detroit when he was doing it, but he's pitched well in big, big moments yeah. that were granted they might have been in the regular season. He's had his postseason woes, but we're talking about the regular season right no, now. No, yeah, for sure. We're talking about the regular season. David Price is going to be the reason why the Red Sox win the American League East. I don't know about that just because I don't know. I don't think he's good enough. Like, I think he's a great pitcher for other teams like the Rays and the Blue Jays where you don't have fans throwing beer at him if he loses a game. I mean, he's in Boston now. He's expected to win by the fans. But I think he knows that. He chose to come here. I know. He did. He could have went back to Toronto. He could have, but... And with a team that was who wants in to play in Toronto? the AL American League Championship Series, and he could have been on that team. They wanted him. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be a fun year to watch because with David Price, he pitched... I mean, he has like an over 4 ERA against the Yankees. Yankees know how to hit him. So I'm not really too worried as a Yankee fan about David Price pitching for the Red Sox opening day. I think he should be, because um, well, if you look at if you look at the the AL East, every every team is pretty much the same, besides a few minor minor. Tweaks. I mean, I guess you call them minor tweaks, but they were all major actually. I mean, you got the Yankees adding Chapman to the back end of their bullpen, and which Castro. and Sterling Castro, who's he's who's good, but He's not going to make a difference, no, in my opinion. But, to, but he is good. He's a and, good filler. But I think that, that the Chapman signing was the one that w- made me the most upset. Um, because, you know, if like I said earlier, if, if you're playing the Yankees and you're down 3-1 to one in the 7th or the 6th, you're probably going to lose the game. Yeah, And the Yankees starting pitching, I mean, they may not be the best in the league, but all they really need to do is get through five innings. Yeah. And then you got... You know the best bullpen in baseball taking over right now. So, and I agree, um, I do. But coming off a healthy surgery or a nice surgery, Tanaka's coming back. I think there's a lot of age question marks with the Yankees. I mean, you have A Rod coming off his best year in what the last three, but But he was forty. I mean, he's forty years old. Just hit. How hard is it? And no, and I agree, and that's and that's one of the reasons I'm not too too worried. But I am worried about Teixeira and Beltran. And Ellsbury, because Ellsbury hasn't done anything. Yeah, Ellsbury, he, I mean, as of right now, he sucks. Like, he's a bust. Yeah, he's um, the worst sign in the Yankees have had in the last five yeah, five years. Big at, time. At least, since I mean, they re-signed CC. Me, personally, at Beltran, I mean, in the beginning of the last year, I hated Beltran's guts. At the end, I loved him. Um, this year, if he goes down, something happens, we got a stud named Aaron Judge coming up from the minor leagues. Probably be up by all-star break. 
Yeah, you right. would think they'd get him up probably. If, yeah. hope They probably don't want to do it that early, but if they had to, I'm sure they would. Yeah, they will. Um, um, what really hurts the Yankees this year is Greg Bird going down with a yeah, torn that, labrum. That was a big loss for them. Out for the year. Because, you know, Teixeira can't play the whole, whole Yeah, time. he's going to get hurt. He's you just don't know hurt. where or when or he's how, but he is. Yeah, yeah he'll probably take one him. off the wrist and be out for three weeks. Yeah, but something. That's that's almost a guarantee. Yeah. Um, but you still have that fat load CC pitching at the front of the rotation. To be so honest, I like CC when he ate a lot and he drank a lot. Yeah. That's when he was good, when he was fat and drunk. Yeah. You know, kind of like how David Wells pitches when he's hungover. He yeah, he kind of didn't remind me of I mean, he wasn't the same character no. as David Wells, but I know what you mean. Yeah, being fat and drunk helped CC apparently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you just watch him pitch, like, the better, like, he pitches better when he's just sweating out the alcohol. Yeah, you know? and, so but he'll so, probably be in rehab. In three weeks. <laughs> yeah, if he season. doesn't pitch well, he'll be back in rehab. Yep. Um, but a team I did want to talk about was the Orioles because they they kept Chris Davis. Got, you know they Matt Weeders. Yeah, they said they resigned Weeders. They're I think they resigned Darren O'Day to, in their bullpen, um, and so they're kind of the same team. Um, they're always in it for a while, and they kind of fall down. So we'll see how the Orioles are, but I don't see them making a run at the Blue Jays, Yankees, or Red Sox. But, but I mean, see, I I personally think Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, then Rays or Orioles are gonna switch. See, you're just you're just being an ass picking the Yankees to win because <laughs> no one thinks the Yankees are gonna win the AL East. No one no thought one. the Red Sox were gonna break the curse and yeah. beat Mariano. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one thought that. <laughs> it just happens sometimes, and I'm not saying the Yankees are going to win the World Series, but they'll be lucky to make a one one game wild card, and even that's not happening. Yeah. Um, but Toronto too, they, I mean Donaldson, your MVP, um, Batista, Encarnacion, their pitching is good enough to get them into the playoffs at least. Fifteen runs. A game yeah, so. exactly. So you know that's they're they are a team that they'll be contending to. Tulowitzki's um, back, right? Yep, Tulowitzki. He, he he's got to stay healthy. He's had an issue with that, but I mean, these it's going to be an interesting AL East because they're just going to be beating each other up. Like no yeah. team is significantly better or worse than another, in it's my opinion. There. It's it really is a toss up. So it's going to be one of those things that it's going to be wait and see. But I'm excited for the Red Sox position. You know, Price. You know, I expect him to be around 20 game winner. I know you don't because you're just an <laughs> no. Asshole. I think he's gonna. No, <laughs> he's, I think he's gonna be good, but not against the Yankees. I mean, yeah. he's always. It's just pitching for the Red Sox versus the Yankees, or vice versa. It's always a I think challenge. Gonna, I think it's gonna fire him up. I think he's gonna mow them down. I think he's just gonna get shattered and just gonna cry and get <laughs> knocked out in the first inning like usual. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're freaking crazy. Um, but no, I'm. I think David Price is is the the key addition to this team that puts them up. In first place, yeah. Um, I like I like David Price to be honest with you. Not anymore though. I actually hate his guts. Yeah. But <laughs> now you can't like. Yeah, him. I just but, really. I hope he needs Tommy John this year. I usually don't hope that <laughs> on people, all. but I, you're not going to be allowed back on this podcast <laughs> if you say anything like that again. Um, because he's he's luckily knock on wood, he's been um, you know relatively healthy his whole career. Yeah, he's good. So. Um, as long as that stays consistent, I have no problem with paying the man whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's good. Um, we talked about it a lot. We always talk about how, you know, teams always complain about money. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you, have, if you yeah. have it, especially with these two teams. Throw it out there. The contract, the Yankees are kind of sitting on some bad contracts now. 
But if they had the young talent, then they wouldn't be that mad about it. They just didn't. They just don't have that much of it. So the Yankees. Yeah. Well, now they now do, they do. But, but, but back in the past then three they years, it's yeah. because they traded it away to yeah. get these these bums. Like yeah. they know. they went for it. That what was that? Like they got oh nine. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Oh, but I mean, in two thousand thirteen or twelve, or they when they signed all these guys, yeah. they were going for it again, and, and, and just didn't. Like, but they're on the back end of their career right now. Like yeah. that CC, the whole CC re. re I don't know. Whatever. CC's he's done. He's a bum. Yeah, he's a bum. He's I, a fat I, bum. But he's a fat, fat. He pitched bum. 400 innings. Yeah, when he played for Milwaukee. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now what do you expect? Like, look at Tanaka. You never know what's gonna happen. He he was his best pitcher coming out of Japan, but he probably pitched 800,000 innings. Yeah, like, no, I, can't. They do wear him down. They they really do. They don't so care. We'll see um, how the AL East kind of matures over the season. But that's gonna um, be fun to watch. I think Joe's gonna be crying. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm picking the Red Sox. 89 wins. You heard it here first. And they're taking home the AL East and your 2016 World Series. Um, but now, on a real note, we are going to um, want to go. We went through the winners. Do you want to do like a World Series prediction? Predictions? Yeah. Get, it on, yeah. get it on tape now so you can't go back on it? I don't know. I'm nervous because I know people out there like Zach Bowman are going to hold me to it. Yeah. His, I mean, for me, I really don't think the Pirates are even going to make the... Make the playoffs. Oh yeah, but. he doesn't even know anyone on the Pirates anyway, so no. don't have to worry about him. Um, but but I'm actually, you know, the Rangers are a team that kind of scares me because they have Cole Hamels and they have they have a really solid team. So you know, I don't know if they have enough to go all the way. Yeah. But I mean, you you know, teams make midseason moves and, and there's the trade deadline. A lot can change. A lot can change. Like we saw with Toronto, they bring in Price and all of a sudden they're the best, one of the best teams in the AL in the AL. So. Um, I am picking the Red Sox, um, and I'm picking. You're picking the Red Sox and the Cubs, in the World Series to play in the World Series. Get out of here! It's gonna be the Red Sox. It's gonna be a great World Series. Red Sox, Cubs, man, get over it. The two most losing is franchises in all of sports. Yeah, dude. Well, we're talking about recent history here, not uh, when you weren't even born yet. All right, so let's uh, let's stick to 2015. More World Series 16. than the Red Sox even have. Yeah, as an organization. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Um, I don't know about, I'm not going to pick the Yankees because I really do personally think they're about a year away from actually being the number one contender, but they're definitely going to make the playoffs. The Red Sox might sneak in with a wild card. Um, I, do you like the Cubs? I like the the Cubs. I like, I like seeing this in the NL. I feel like I can pick them a little bit better. I feel like San Francisco, Chicago, Mets are all going to be up in there. Um, think Mets, San Francisco, maybe play NLCS to decide who's going to actually San make Fran it. and the Mets you like in the end. Yeah, I think San Fran's going to, you know, take it take it back there again this year. I think they're a lot stronger of a team. It is their, according to history, it's their year to win it, right? It is. Like every <laughs> other year or something like that. It really is. I mean, <laughs> I see, that's the thing. I in the AL, I really don't like anybody but the Yankees. I don't know if I'm just... I really... Uh, <laughs> All right, we're not asking you any questions anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Kansas City back, but they lose. Okay, Kansas know. City for the third year in a row. We'll see. I don't know. We will see. Um, let's... Uh, I guess that'll conclude our um, baseball conversation for the day. Um, Should skip to commercial or... 
some yeah, of our yeah, sponsors. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any sponsors yet, so if you um, are listening and uh, want to sponsor us, we're, we're taking applications, yep. and we'll review your terms, and uh, we'll get back to you. Yep. Probably fairly quickly with a yes, but we'll get back to you. Depends if you want anything out of it. I mean, yeah. if you don't and you just want to give us money, hey. Yeah, we'll, we'll take we'll take donations yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. But we'll mention you if you donate. So, you know, if you want a shout-out, donations are accepted. Donate to the cause. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we'll go. This is not really my specialty, but let's get into a little NBA and trade deadline. It's two days away. So it's, I mean, it's in the news, and there's a lot of rumors you got Mellow to the Cavs, you got Mellow Blake Griffin swap, you got Blake Griffin going places, the Rockets begging for someone to take Dwight Howard, yeah. um, <laughs> Al Horford's name's been brought up, uh, Kevin Love to Boston in that three-team crazy trade, um, so there's a lot of talk, um, I'm not sure what if there's anything to the talk, um, I think if anyone moves, it's probably Dwight. Just because the Rockets don't want him. Yeah, who? I mean, because he's a big baby. Yeah, he's like, a loser. Nobody wants. I don't, him. I, as a Celtics fan, that the, he got brought up, and I don't. I don't want Dwight if Howard. He, no, whatever team. I would not want Dwight Howard on my team because this is his final year. Final year of his contract. Mm-hmm. He's going to want yeah. huge money oh, next year because the salary and, cap's going up. Yeah, and you're going to trade away somebody to get him to win a championship. But you got to just look at it if you're a GM perspective. Like, will he help you win a championship? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't either. Um, I think it makes more sense for like the Heat maybe to go after Dwight Howard because they yeah. they don't really want they don't want to re-sign Whiteside because he's like a bum. Yeah, um, and they have a lot of guys they can deal off the younger guys that the Rockets might want. Um, but he really is just a bum. Like I don't. I don't think anyone wants him. He's a crybaby. I mean, I remember when they used to compare him. Like, oh, he's a He's going to be the next Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he, be the next he should Shaq. have been. He, he should. He had the talent too. He was lazy, and then he just cried all the time. He couldn't play with Kobe. I mean, not many people can. But I mean, I really don't think he's that much. I mean, look what he did to the Rockets. The Rockets were a great team. I mean, I the Rockets went to team, no. They went to the Western Conference Finals last year, yeah, and they, he was on it. So you can't say that they you can't win without him because they were they weren't going to beat Golden State. No, I mean nobody can beat. Golden yeah, State. no, I, I agree with you and. Um, yeah, they're they're winning the NBA finals, uh, yeah. NBA championship this year, and they're breaking the Bulls' record. And I don't care what anyone says; it's happening. It's, yeah, I mean, um, Cleveland's not even a contender. Like, they probably won't even make the championship. You know, well, no, I'm not going to say that because if you have LeBron James, you're the favorite, especially in the East, where the next top two teams are Toronto yeah. and Boston. Yeah. So the Celtics are the three team, the third team in the East right now, and they're looking. Danny Ainge is looking to make a deal, but. I mean, people want that Brooklyn pick, which you don't give up for Dwight Howard. Nope. They have Dallas's pick as well, though. Nope. Yeah. So, which will be a definitely a later pick. Do you give up maybe the Dallas pick and maybe like Kelly Olynyk or Sollinger or someone like you know like that and and try to get Dwight? Because I mean, he's gonna get Dwight will make a difference for this team. He like, will. The, that's not. I'm not saying he's gonna get you he's past gonna, the Cavs because he, the Cavs have a lot of talent. Yeah. But he definitely puts them as probably the number two. The way they're playing right now, he's, they're probably number two in the East. Yeah, I mean... And anything can happen. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't see giving up... I mean, because if you really, if you look at it, I really don't, me personally, I would not give up anything, you know, of a picks or anything to get a player that's not even going to be on your team next year. Team next year yeah. I mean, he's going to be a half and a season the thing player. Is, is I don't think that 
D- Dwight's agent's gonna yeah he's his agent's gonna be like he's not signing with you guys no. you know because he's not gonna sign in Boston or if he d- if he wanted to sign with Boston he I mean I'm sure he's gonna want to he's gonna get he money. wants a max deal yeah. but the salary cap's going up and that I was just listening to Rosillo and co- talk about it on ESPN and he's saying the cap's gonna go up so high that they're gonna have more money than they have players to sign yeah so if Dwight wants this deal then and he can and he wants to be in Boston and he tells you that he wants to be in Boston and he Ship agrees him off to, to Boston, it. Baby. Then I don't I don't like Dwight Howard, so I'm not for the trade, but it does make a little bit of sense to me in a weird way. Yeah. Because I'm really anti Dwight Howard and I've hated him because he can't shoot the ball. He can't do anything. He can't except. dribble the ball. He just gets it, turns and dunks. Yep. I mean, and he's he, defensively he's great, but it's. It's really I, just it's his. More, I don't like his attitude. His locker room, yeah, yeah like just his, attitude. his whole like. Ugh, he really just makes me sick thinking about him being in a Celtics uniform. Honestly, like that's the part I that can't makes see me, it. I can't see me, it. Um, but the one thing I did hear is the Al Horford's name, which is weird because Atlanta's fourth in the East right now. Yeah. Right. I think they're like a game or two behind the Celtics, and Al Horford's a pretty good player. I mean, he's, he's probably, like, the third best player besides, like, Jeff Teague on their team or yeah. something. And and I guess people are thinking that Atlanta doesn't think they have enough to make it, so they're kind of trying to deal off. But, like, I mean, if the, if the Celtics can make a play for Horford, I like that one better. Yeah. I like Al Horford a lot. And, you know, it's... I like I, I like Al Horford better than I like Dwight Howard because he's low key but he's good. Yeah, I mean he's he, he's, he's a solid player. He isn't, he isn't that game changer like Dwight, like in the you know like in the yeah. lane. But he is he's probably a step below with his skill level and stuff. But he's still solid and and I'd take him on my team any day. I would like him on yeah for sure. I would like him. So I guess we'll just address quickly this three team deal thing with the Cavs getting mellow. <laughs> Um, yeah. Love going to the Celtics, and I think it had the Knicks getting a pick from the Celtics and um, Mozgov and David Lee. Mm-hmm. So it'd be more of a, a it, rebuilding thing for the Knicks. David I, Lee's an expiring contract, so it's basically just a throw-in. Yeah, um, I, I would I would like that. I mean, I grew up watching basketball, being more of a Jordan fan, but like I don't know the. When I moved down here, became a Knicks fan slash Hornets fan. Now I'm full time Hornets. I'm not really. With he's the a convert, is what we call I, in the sports world. I, I mean, he's I a don't. Convert. It's the NBA though. Like, there's nothing. I mean, yeah, it's no, it, tough I, to watch. It's it's I, getting back in my good graces since I go to games now. But yeah, I mean, I think the Knicks actually would get the best out of it because Melo for the Knicks, he really didn't bring much to the table like they thought they were gonna bring. Yeah. First, he would have to take the no trade clause. Yeah, he's out of not his contract. That's the thing; he's not going to sign off of on no. it. So there's no way this is going to happen. No, but just to have something to talk about, we're going to talk about it anyway. Yeah, I think he. I think to be honest with you, Melo, personally, is not a star player. Like he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he's a, he's not LeBron be, James. No, he's not LeBron James, and I think he'd be a better fit as a great role player to LeBron James, like kind of so. like a Scottie Pippen and a Jordan. Kind In of all player. honesty, like I. I for the Celtics getting love, I think the Celtics get the get the worst of this in, yeah. in the trade, because um, I do like Kevin Love, but he's he doesn't play defense nope. and he's kind of been exposed recently. And you know, I two years ago I was all in on Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Now maybe it's just because he's been in Cleveland and it's been a weird thing. Yeah, he's been so painted. I don't 
I don't really know. Yeah, like it's just kind of a weird thing. He bought onto the whole big three thing. But I think that Melo in a Cavs uniform makes sense. I think that that gives them the best chance to beat yeah. Golden State. It makes them smaller. I think makes them better shooters. Yep. I uh, think they. I think they give um, Golden State a run for their money. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I definitely agree. So if. If something did work out and Melo decided to go, I don't. He just doesn't want to go to Cleveland. No. I don't think he's he's too, he, he he's will, a New York boy yeah. and he doesn't want to get out of. He he loves that spotlight and everything. Yeah, he and does. He does. He does. He'd rather be the best player on the worst team than the third best player on the best team. You know. Yeah, I and mean, that's just Melo to a T. Exactly. I but I think it would be smart career move for him if I mean because he's got he's the not money. Even the best player on his team right now. He's not. Yeah. He's got Porgin or Porgin. Yeah, Porgin. Kristaps. Yeah, something. The Latvian legend. Yeah. He. I remember get, watching the draft and him getting booed. I was just like, I was with the fans though, man. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't I was, for it. I was on it. I mean, I'm not saying that now that he's good, but I was just thinking to myself, he could be like the next Dirk. You know, he looks know. better than Dirk. He's man. good. He is a baller. That he's, kid. He's been pro. He, I've seen something from like what fifteen he, over there. He is an absolute baller. Yeah, he's um, good. I guess that concludes our NBA talk. We don't really know what we're talking about, so we just kind of yeah. bum, mumble at the screen. One last thing about the NBA: the Hornets. <laughs> Michael Kidd Gilchrist comes back from a torn labrum. <laughs> Three games later, he tears Dies his on labrum the floor and gets a torn. Come on, man! <laughs> Seriously, like. They are holding strong in the A spot. Up I don't know. In, game, as long uh, as Michael Jordan's running that team, the Hornets will never win. So he gets a lot of North Carolina players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they need a they need, they need a, a real GM. They need a star. They need a real GM. Michael Jordan's not a real yeah. GM, or not. He's an owner or whatever, but he still has a lot of control, and he has yeah. too much control. They got like some Cho guy or something as a GM. Yeah, exactly. Metal little, little puppet. Yeah, metal uh, ones. Yeah, He's kind of a. Is he your friend? No, I, I actually, he was kind of rude to me. I <laughs> Shake my hand like Season a man. ticket holder yeah. like that, and he won't even be respectful yeah, to real. you. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, but NBA-wise, Celtics, Brad Stevens, keep it up. We like what we're seeing. We need. We got this Brooklyn pick. We get a little, we get Ben Simmons, get a stud. You know, Celtics are back in business, baby. Boston's back. Yeah, I, I don't know. But um, we'll see how this trade deadline kind of, fizzles out and, and uh, next week we'll get into if, if a move if a move major move is made we'll we'll discuss it in uh in more detail and, and, and kind of look at both sides and see who won and see who lost it's gonna be very interesting yeah i i definitely agree um i guess we got a, a little bit of time left um we're pretty much right on schedule which is good we haven't really gone off the rails uh NFL franchise tags slash free agency talk. You can't have a sports show without talking NFL. Nope. Uh, it just came out today that your, my boy Roger Goodell made $35 million last year. So, you know, I think I probably he could have done a better it, job. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but he deserved it. That's just my opinion. Investigate. I hate the Patriots, but investigating Tom Brady, little deflate gate over the HEH thing. I mean, come on. Yeah, there's there's a lot of controversy. We don't really want to get into controversy. We want to get into some real stuff. Just watch the movie Concussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, we're going to get into possible players to be franchise tagged, um, what that means for them, what teams should be doing. Um, I guess the number one free agent right now is Von Miller. Von Miller. Um, your outside linebacker, pass rusher for the Super Bowl champion Denver Broncos, um, is looking to get paid. I think he deserves it too. I mean, 
I mean, he obviously deserves it. He, I think he needs a long-term deal to lock him in. I personally... So I, I guess this is our discussion about, about this with Denver is is the, the Brock Os... They have two two major pieces that are, are only, free agents. And only one tag. And one tag. And, and a, un, un, one guy who's kind of proved himself but kind of hasn't in Osweiler. So you don't want to franchise tag your backup quarterback for $19 million. No matter how important, even if he is your future, you... Like, I think we discussed the transition tag and how that works, and if you put that on, he might get an offer from another team, but you could match it. So there's that opportunity. I think that they're definitely trying to get a deal done with Von Miller, but they will franchise tag him if they have to. I think it's going to be like a dead situation last year, like the receiver situation where they tag him, he doesn't sign until the, till the he gets the deal possible done. day, yeah. yeah. I mean, if they were smart, they would try to get the deal done as soon as possible because sitting out all offseason to get a deal done – Usually doesn't end up working well for that player. Especially that year. if you're Des Bryant. Yeah, right. I mean, pulls a hammer. Yeah, don't even get me started. <laughs> but um, I think that it's hard to tell. I know that you you know Elway wants to get that d- deal done with Von Miller, but can, it, you know well, it it's the cap and he, it's going up a little bit. So he's gonna want he's gonna want most 60, money. He's gonna. I think we discussed More Justin Houston two. got. 52 guaranteed and Sue is like 65. He's going to be he's going to want to be right around there and he he deserve I mean the way he, he played he deserves this, it more he, than Sue. He won the Super Bowl for the Denver Broncos. He beat, he he beat the Patriots and he beat the the freaking Panthers. Yep. And he won them the Super Bowl. Only so they, he deserves to be paid like a Super Bowl MVP. He does deserve that, but at the same time, I mean if he wants to continue winning and everything, I mean that's a lot of money. I mean, it's yeah, a lot teams of money. Get in trouble paying players like exactly that. because I, I know what, you're saying. what could happen in a couple years when down the road, I mean, and he, it was a contract year for him too. So look what happens in contract years for players. They mm-hmm. end up doing really well. The next year, they're they're bums. I'm not saying he's going to be a bum, but because yeah, I don't think that I don't. No. Um, but I guess if you look more local, we got the Carolina Panthers and Josh Norman. Um, they need him, who is a major key to their defense. Um, everyone. There's talks around the league that he's overrated, and it's mostly Ron Rivera's scheme in that they just play zone. But he plays that scheme perfect. Like, yeah, perfectly, honestly. So, obviously, Dave Gettleman, who's the Panthers GM, wants Josh Norman back on his team. Yeah, He does not want to pay him ridiculous money like Darrell Rivas gets, and like I'm sure Josh Norman wants, but I think he's willing to, to pay him. Because he knows what he... I mean, you need to keep this kind of defense together the way, the year they had. You can't just lose a major piece like that nope. and, and expect to be back in the Super Bowl like they want to be. Nope. Yep, I mean, they need him back on their team. I mean, they really do. That's, that's a great opinion. <laughs> <laughs> they re- I, there's nothing more to say. Get the man, get the man back. I mean, he's just got to realize he's an old Darrell Revis at the same yeah, time. he's not. He's yeah. not Darrell Revis. He, so, he's, he is, he's Richard Sherman. He's Patrick Peterson. I yeah. honestly don't even know he's, if he's Patrick Peterson. No, Patrick Peterson. I like Patrick Peterson yeah. a lot, and I think he is better. He's more of a Richard Sherman because would Richard Sherman be good without Pete Carroll's scheme? Yeah, Who exactly. knows? We don't know. I mean, nobody's going to ever find out, so why not pay? I, I, see, I see Josh Norman getting a franchise tag. He, I, yeah. think, I think that he's going to hold out and not sign, and I think that they will franchise Josh Norman. I think that he's going to want ridiculous money and Dan Billman's gonna be like well here's your here's I don't your even day. know what it is. I think it's like 16 million that the yeah. DBs get so something 
I don't know. I still think that they he needs to be realistic with himself. I know he every player in the NFL thinks they're the best player in the NFL, so he's just got to realize what is good for him, but what is also good for the team. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not in the position where he's at where he can make all this money because who knows what I would do over two million dollars? I'd probably shoot somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's not say you're gonna murder someone on a podcast. Um, but. I guess we can talk a little bit more free agency. We got a few more minutes. Um, we'll talk about um, the Patriots and their needs because that's the team that I root for and want to care about. Um, the big, big kind of uh, projection, or I don't even know the word, but um, the talks are rumors. rumors is you know places for Matt Forte, and the Bears didn't re-sign Matt Forte. And I believe that the Patriots should. Um, I think he is definitely on the tail end of his career. He's still only like 31. He, I mean, so he's probably got two years, he's good. two solid years left. And he's a good running back who can catch balls out of the backfield. And um, LeGarrette Blunt's a free agent. So if you can, and Deion Lewis tore his ACL. So he's on supposedly on track to be back for the for training camp. We'll see. Um, but Matt Forte, I think, besides, you know, I mean, the Patriots obviously have their offensive line holes they need to fill. But other than that, running back is really their only weakness on offense. Mm-hmm. I think they do need another receiver, too, though. Yeah, I agree. And, and they're not going to spend mo- If they spend money, it's going to be mm-hmm. on a running back. And it's not yeah. going to be guaranteed money. Like, Forte is not going to get guaranteed no. money from the Patriots. He might get three years. Thirty million, but not, it's going to be like a ten million guaranteed. It's not going to be anything crazy. And to be honest, I don't think Forte is going to get a lot of guaranteed money from any team. from anybody. No, it just not I, his I agree. age. And uh, there might be one team that a, a lesser team that has cap space that will do it, but a contending yeah. team won't give him a guaranteed contract. I think Forte to the Patriots would be scary for the AFC. Yeah, I, I oh I think Forte to the Patriots puts them in a great position for next year. Yep. And um, you're still gonna need a line because Tom Brady. Yeah, there's still offensive recovering. line hol- holes. I mean, Solder gets goes down in the year, and you lose your your left tackle. It's never good, and um, they're young up front. So we'll see what happens with that in progression. They, I guess they're trying to get uh, their old offensive line coach Dante Dante Scarnecchi out of retirement. Um, so we'll see what happens there. They need to do something because the Broncos beat up on Tom Brady. Yeah, they did. And defensively, you know that they're they're all set with I mean they have to re resign Jamie Collins and Hightower at some point within the year. Um Mayo's probably gone because he's thirty two, I think, with a, a big cap hit, so they'll probably release him. Um but I mean they're set at corner and safety with Malcolm Butler and McCordy and Chung. And their front seven is was one of the better front sevens this year. They're good. They're so, good. you know, I think their biggest hole is is running a consistent running back that yeah. can stay on the field. Because and, you really can't. I mean, Tom Brady is one of the best quarterbacks ever to live. Maybe not the best, but you can't always rely on him to win you the games. Yeah. I mean, without a good running back, they couldn't run the ball for for shit. This they year. couldn't. You can't. No quarterback they, should be expected to throw the ball fifty times a game. When they went, when they were ten and zero with. With Lewis, they they were balanced and they were running the ball they're, with him and they were and they were playing well. They were the best team in football for the first ten games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give some respect to Carolina, but yeah. they would they would have beat Carolina. Yeah, um, I mean, I I never really bought the one thing about Carolina. I never bought into them all year mm-hmm. until the Super Bowl, and then look what happened. Yeah, so get, 
No. And and they just weren't ready for the stage. You know, no. in in my opinion, they they just weren't ready. Cam wasn't ready. Definitely um, not. And they were too. They were a little cocky. And it happens when you're 15. And the Patriots were uh, 18 and 0, and they were yeah. cocky as hell. And they got their their Brady got it handed to him by the Giants defensive line. So it happens. Yeah. Good teams don't always win the Super Bowl. Nope. Cam um, Newton dive on that ball. You dive on that dive ball. Dive on Cam. that ball, Cam. Get down and dirty, Cam. Um, but uh, any Cowboys holes? I know Joe's Cowboys fan. If everyone wants to know, so he's yes, your typical Yankees <laughs> Cowboys fan. He is an asshole. Oh. Um, that is that is a guarantee. Yep. Um, so, is there any holes you look the Cowboys running back? Obviously, I mean, the quarterback. Big, the quarterback. I, me personally, the biggest hole is the secondary. Um, I think they're looking for, you know, towards a draft for a nice cornerback. Mm-hmm. But Maybe quarter, first round corner. Yeah, first round corner. They need a dude. I think they need to draft a quarterback, somebody to help them out in the long run. Maybe sit behind Romo and learn from him, and yeah. you know, with Romo's luck, break another collarbone. And, Do you like the RG three though? Uh, At least for a backup this year to Romo in case he because Romo hasn't I, been able to stay on the field most of his career. In all honesty, I mean, I personally never was an RG three fan, mm-hmm. maybe because he played for the Redskins. Yeah, but. If they get him, I wouldn't be mad, but I still think you draft. Yeah, quarterback. I agree. Yes, and then, I, I think they should bring in two quarterbacks this year. Yeah, they they definitely on should. On top of Romo, they should they have should. three possible guys that can play this year. Yeah, I think so on their team. And you know, practice squad one of them if you know a rookie yeah, or something. No, exactly. Yeah, but I really am looking forward to see what happens with Lamar Miller, just because Darren McFadden. He bought out last year. He had over a thousand yards yeah, he rushing. Had a, he, had a, he, he had a good he year. He played well. And Jerry Jones was right. By not signing DeMarco, he knew yep. he said my offensive line is better than my running back, and it's and true. It's true. It's it was true. true. Like, and then Collins, the oh, new yeah. left guard, the rookie, uh, the rookie guard. Yeah. They got a steal. I was mad. The yep. Patriots didn't go after um, him. I, they, I knew that was going to happen. So they needed him. Yeah, they right. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't mind seeing Lamar Miller in the backfield with you know sharing carries with McFadden because McFadden is injury prone. So mm-hmm. he didn't really sustain a huge any injuries last year, really. Yeah. Um, but, but they're two different backs too. Are, so I, I, I do like Lamar Miller on that and then team too. Honestly, you'd have Dunbar Dunbar come out of the you know third string. He got hurt yeah. this year, but he was like a Deion Lewis. Mm-hmm. He could receive out the backfield. Yep. He could go put in the slot. Yeah, which um, Lamar Miller can do well too, actually. But I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see the Cowboys. I mean, Dez is going to be healthy. Romo hopefully can stay healthy with them two back. I think that's what you really need. I think they may need to get a second receiver. I, I mm-hmm. mean. Terrence Williams is good, but I don't yeah. really. I know a lot of I know. some. I know some Cowboys fans that like the kid out of uh, Ole Miss. Yeah, but he's I top his name, but and he's but he's a top. He's a top, he's a top ten pick. Yeah, yeah. He, he's the number one. Him. He's the number one wide receiver. They'd have to pick him yeah. in the first. I see what I see. Best player, either corner. I mean, best player. I go with. You take the best player yeah. available. Um, best but player. I know you got to fill your holes. But um, all right. Well, all right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, it was uh, a good episode one, I think. We uh, got about 45 minutes to talk. That's kind of what we wanted. We don't want to have you sitting here too long. You know, it can get a little boring and dull. But uh, thanks for listening to uh, episode one of the Tuck and Run podcast. Um, I'm Jake Radier. I'm Joe Campo. And I hope you guys keep listening. And see you next week. So we listen to it.